You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin-cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Andy, Micah, and Nate. Great job. Did you like that one? Not saying anything. Yeah, that's probably best. Proud of you. Probably best. This may or may not be the second time we've hit the record button. Well, you have to jack everything up. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, how is, how is it out there in the fields? Dry. Dry. Except for that one spot. <laughs> yeah. Except for that one spot. <laughs> Dad, found, Dad found the only mud in Lafayette County. Nice. Yeah, Rod, pops. Roger was able to get a 270 horsepower tractor stuck in a ditch. Well, not yeah, even he, a ditch. It was a waterway, was right? a waterway, but I think, I don't know if there's a spring in that waterway or... I know that sounds if dumb. If it's the waterway, I'm assuming he was in, that thing's always wet. Like, it just seems like it's... There's one spot in that waterway that does, yeah. It yeah. holds... Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Raj. He, he buried her good. We got it out, though. Everything. Nothing was tore up. Did you pull it out with the uh, coyote caddy? You just <laughs> put, put it four low. Yeah, I didn't want to make him feel that little, so I went and got a tractor. <laughs> Actually, he got the tractor. I just got in and drove it. By the time I got there, he had everything already set up to get pulled out. So You just had to pop the clutch and let it ride, That's huh? right. That's right. <laughs> nice. Easy rider. Yeah. So, you guys want to talk about who we got on today? I do. Let's jump in it. Let's hear it. Who we got on today? Leanne Drake. Yeah, which you Archer. guys, you guys interviewed. She was on the show prior. What was it, 52? Episode 52. Episode 52. I wasn't able to make it back then. I mean, obviously, that was two years ago, so who knows what I was doing. I remember specifically what you were doing was being a giant piece of shit. That's what it was. He always goes too far. <laughs> Every... Time. I'm just saying, I remember what happened that night. Okay. However, this is episode 156. Yep. Which so is exactly two it, years. It's, this is our 104 episodes later. 52 plus 52. So we've officially been is 104 doing this for three full years of episodes. That means right? she's exactly two years ago when we 
when you interviewed but her I think last what Annie's well, trying yeah, to say yeah, is we've been doing weeks, this There's 52 three, weeks in years. a year. This is our third third full year officially as of this episode. I would say that's about right. Yeah, we started about this time in 2020. No, we did start this time. This is episode no, 56. No, we started March or May. Our first episode released on Memorial Day 2020. Yeah. On Memorial Day. Yeah, because it was like we started out on Mondays, like the first two episodes or something like that. They moved those. That's incorrect. Something We've always like been Tuesdays. No, I'm pretty sure like our first one was like on a Monday. Um, I I will challenge you. Okay. Okay. Good story, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners really cool story, care bro. about that. But back to who we're having on, Leanne Drake. Prof- no, not technically a professional archer, but Yet. shortly on her way. She's thinking about making the change next year. Ranked number one at. 18U and the, was it UA, what do they call it, UAT? She threw in a lot of, U18. there was a lot of letters, you know. I just know she's really good at what she does. Yeah. And she's going, she's been traveling, doing a lot, and, you know, obviously we talk about what she's doing on the show. So we'll let you get into that. But before we do that, let's take care of some sponsors. Good idea, because I don't want to admit that I was wrong. Thank you. Let's start. Weber Outfitters. Micah and Andy were actually just fighting about Weber Outfitters. Trying so. to get trying to get down there. Someone's not uh, helping Andy just out. Want, Andy that. wants to know when it's going to rain. That's what he asked you, and you can't answer him. You know, I mean that that's God's choice. You know, <laughs> I that's thought you were Daryl Isaac over here. No, Brian. Busby. Brian Busby. Yeah, Brian Busby. Yeah, Bud. <laughs> Weber Outfitters. <laughs> Check them out. WeberOutfitters.com. They're out in Hawk Point, Missouri. Going to be doing some cool shows with them when we make it out there. Not really sure what the shows are going to consist of, but it's going to be around helping you kind of select a bow. Kind of for a bow. You're going to follow us in our process, especially a guy like me who hasn't wanted to switch in years because he doesn't like change or just understand the process. It's going to uh, be a good show. So check them out, Weber Outfitters, on X. I just sent an email to our our buddy Jared over at Onyx. Yep, use the code MWW20 for 20%. I got a fellow employee signed up the other day using that. So, nice. save, save himself a little money. Save some cash. Yeah, he sure. get that he get that elite membership. No, he, he just I mean he just did it from Missouri. Yeah. He needed it for mainly for work. Yeah. So, makes sense. Yeah. That's what what's cool about it is there's so many uses for it whether it's farming, hunting, delivering propane. I mean, yeah. Yep. Lug Micah, do you use that every day? Every day. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh. Actually, guys, Crazy. I sent you guys a pen today that I'm yeah. hoping works out. It's going to help me out. I mean, I was going to say, I hope it works out for you. I'm getting a lot. <laughs> you, can cool. a lot. you can come. I'm getting a <laughs> lot of pens. Like, right. Like, if I open up my Onyx, it is just like clustered with like whether it's coyote hunting, deer hunting, whatever it is, like plastered with it. Properties we've looked at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a few in there i need to get rid of yeah because same here doesn't yeah. work oh i delete i deleted the the lease properties we looked at just because yeah. mm, fuck those guys <laughs> but uh i said i wouldn't say anything bad is that bad i think so oh, okay my bad we well, just didn't we didn't say the which. shoe if the shoe fits yeah apple on uh, optics yeah don't say it please don't not this time really freaking good optics they're awesome i'm, sharp, I'm gonna get our we run them. to change it sharp tight and price just right Really freaking good. <laughs> really freaking good. Nah, we 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 love Athlon. You know, we've been shooting them even before you know they were sponsors. So, uh, 
you know, that's a pretty good indication that they have high-quality products. Well, also, congrats to our, our contact, Drake, out there. He uh, slayed a Missouri and Kansas bird with his buddy. That's nice. right. Yeah, he, we were hoping to need to, to call my ass back and come out and do a fun show on that. Yeah, man. I just want to hear I, not too many people have been killing birds, so you've killed two. And him and his so, buddy doubled up in Missouri and then went Kansas did the same thing. That's awesome. That's cool. So Congrats, that's Drake. pretty yep. awesome. Congrats, buddy. Yep. Uh, so check them out, athlonoptics.com. Find a dealer near, near you. Huntworth Gear. Use the code MWW15 for 15% off. Uh, I mean, I know it's I think, May, but. I, th- I think they got a 20% going on they right do. now. They, it's yeah, a so. turkey sale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so don't use our code. Use, use, the, their, use that use the 20%. instead. But uh, uh, start off some. You know, this is a good time to try out the light, se- late or early season stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you like it, which you will, then you can move on and get you some. And they've got a lot of hoodie. options. Get the Shelton hoodie. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say they've got a lot of options. A way that we have thought about to help you in that situation is we have a website now, MissouriWoodsAndWater.com. We're gonna, we have a gearbox page, and each of us is going to go through and kind of list what we wear and why we wear it. I've got some of mine built out, Andy and Micah. Andy doesn't even know how to do it yet, but I'm going to show them tonight. Uh, and we're going to build out our gearbox pages, and you know you can go in and kind of see what it is we wear. Yeah. Andy wears different stuff than I do. Micah wear you know likes different things. I shop in the men's section. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Ladies is cheaper, and. Uh, <laughs> You went down a different road there. <laughs> down a different road there, bud. Uh, I guess they don't have kids, so yeah. But, you know, we got a lot of Huntworth stuff in there because we love their shit. So right. um, we wear it. So check it out, huntworthgear.com. Black Ovis, use the code MWW10 for 10% off. They got everything. Everything that you pretty much need, they got you covered. Now, in the in the show I referenced, I stopped by Walmart looking for a decoy. And the whole time, like, I uh, should just... Should have planned ahead and ordered mm-hmm. one off Black Ovis. Right. They probably have overnight shipping. I guarantee they probably do. I need to get on there. Oh, I actually, wanna, I funny. I strutted decoy. I just went to their website, and I was looking at Walker Game Ears uh, I love for my wa- mowing. I love my Walker Game Ears do you, for mowing. What do you, plug, which ones you wear? Those ones, second one to the right. Those? Yep. I want to get the ones that are um, wireless, Bluetooth. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Didn't know that was an option. It is an option. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I got the ones that you can plug in. I so. stopped looking. Oh, right here, Walker Game Ear Bluetooth. What's the price on those? Uh, thirty-six bucks. No, that can't be the right ones. Those aren't the ones I this found. It says as low as thirty-six dollars. Yeah, but I found a different one. But I stopped looking and I got busy and forgot. I don't know. Anyway, got, they I, they do have those. Yeah, I got the ones that you can plug in. They got the, you know, obviously whenever a loud sound goes off, it muffles it for you. That sort right. of thing. But right. I plug my phone in, listen to whatever. As you can tell, they have a little bit of everything. Yep. So also, sister company, Camo Fire. You're going to jump on there. Uh, did you see that uh, message we got today from our one of our listeners? Mm. I think it was Bryce. Oh, about the Leopold glasses? The Leopold yeah. glasses. He's yeah. like, I got, you need to buy some off of there. Those are pretty awesome glasses. And, of course, Let's go through they're not on there anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but maybe for the next time, I might have to jump on those because they look like they would be enjoyable. And I got two pairs of sunglasses that are messed up. Yep, they're not on there right now. I got a bunch of cheers stuff. There's oh, some a little bit of and stuff on there earlier. Variety of things. Decoys. Hey, look. Trekking poles that I'll never use. Yeah, that's if true. Killed, if he killed an elk, he might. 
Maybe. I might, but then I, they're at camp, so. Yeah. Uh, Zamberland boots season's going to be coming up pretty soon, so you want to get your boots early so you can make sure you break mm-hmm. them in, make sure they're the right fit. That's, That's a hell of a point, sir. I love my Crestas, my Cresta 112. I, I Eleven twelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I when I, I first got them, I those. didn't think I'd want, I'd like them because they're taller boots. Right, but they're so light, but also have like major ankle support of like a bigger boot. Yeah, I'm wearing them turkey hunting. I'm wearing them coyote hunting. Like everything, I, any, any hunting. Like I'm gonna be doing massive walking in. I'm wearing them. So those are money. I I was looking at those. I was also looking at the highly ones. recommend. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like we all have a f- different favorite pair, right? Because I went. I originally uh, were going to order the eleven elevens, the shorter ones. But, and I have that you have, and they I don't like those as much size. as I like my links. Yeah, they didn't have those in my size, and so they convinced me to try these, and I'm glad they did. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. Crazy. They knew what they were talking about. <laughs> they know what they're doing over there. Check them out, ZamberlandUSA.com. Habitat ha- works. Dustin. I wonder if his ear was burning. I was talking about him today. Were you? Yeah. I saw some people burning on the way to your house. I, I saw that as well. Yeah, your neighbors were uh, burning fence rows or mm-hmm. something like that, it looked yeah. like. So. I got to see that as well, since Nate didn't tell me there's a bridge out on the way I normally come to yeah, his house. To, to be fair, way. I didn't know it was the bridge. I just assumed it was. <laughs> I mean, how often does he got to go that way? I mean... Decent amount of times. Yeah, I guess. I just, I just stopped going that way because it said road closed. So I, I assumed it was the bridge, but there it wasn't couldn't. even a road closed sign come from that way. There's a big old excavator sitting right just in the middle of the road. No, no bridge. Oh yeah, you like, should have tried it out. See if the coyote caddy could have. So made it. there was a like bypass around the edge. It looked like equipment had crawled up and down. Ooh, contemplated it. You thought about coyote caddy for a minute. Yeah. Trying to take old caddy up it. Should have tried. Nice, but anyways, back to habitat works. You can email him at habitatworksllc at gmail.com, or you can give him a call at 816-752-7390. He especially Mention. likes phone calls after midnight. Really enjoys them. You get yep. a discount, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 15%. Just be like, hey, the guys told me to call you after <laughs> after midnight. <laughs> Dustin, I'm sorry, man. Uh, we're actually probably going to be doing a show with him sometime in the um, summer about summer uh, fire. So that'll be a pretty good one, I think. That would be a really good one. And I think that is the sponsors, right? I think so. We got them. All right, let's get into the show. Don't forget to get on our website, guys. We got a new website. Check it out. Yep, for sure. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. Okay, with us tonight, we have returning guest Leanne Drake on with us. Leanne, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? We're good. Good. Lots of ch- I mean, it was two years ago since we talked to her, I think, last time. Yep. So we just looked it up. It was episode 52, and we're on what, Nate? This will be 156. Yeah. So it's been two years. Up. It's 100, ex- up, 100 is episodes. Exactly? Is that almost exactly? 156, well, yeah, that's two yeah. years exactly. It would be Almost two exactly. years to the episode. Yeah. That's kind of funny. That is. We did not plan that that way, <laughs> but a lot has happened since then, and I would encourage people, by the way, to go back and listen to that episode if they want to, ep- episode number 52, um, some stupid title, but it's about <laughs> archery. <laughs> uh, but it is Leanne, Leanne on with us, and I uh, remember that one because that was the first one we recorded outdoors. Yeah. Uh, we were sitting on Andy's back porch. 
and uh, did that one. That was a nice night. Well, well, a little nicer tonight. than tonight. I don't know. It's not that it's bad. It's nice outside. It's, it's a little nice crisp. We're having. A little crisp. Andy's eating it up. Gets to do all his planting. No, we're not planting right now. We haven't had any rain. Yeah, that's true. So we're not, we're tractors kinda... are stuck. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> no rain, but we're <laughs> still, still getting tractors stuck. Yeah. So um, a lot has changed because um, you showed up to uh, our studio this tonight and you're driving. Yep. <laughs> so that was weird. Yeah. Yep. So how old are you exactly? I'm 17. 17 years old. Okay. Yeah, I remember it. I thought she was somewhere close to the same age as my daughter. Yep. I thought a year older. But so, yeah, because uh, I don't remember if you were driving back then or not. I'd have been, what, 15? You would have either had your let's permit. Ma- let's math well, a little bit possible here. permit at that time. I don't know. She could be old for 17, so she would already had that permit at the time. Who knows? But... I did find it weird when she got out of the truck, and I'm like, you were just driving. (laughs) Makes you feel old. It does make me feel old. (laughs) Time flies when you're having fun. She's now taller than you, too. (laughs) That's not difficult. That's not difficult. Taller than me, smarter than Andy. That Mm -hmm. is hard to do. (laughs) That that part, probably, yeah. That's pretty accurate. So what have you been up to? Obviously shooting your bow still. Yep. Just shooting and practicing mostly every day, so hunting. Have yeah. you been able to do any turkey hunting yet? I was just going to ask. We were talking yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah, I did some turkey hunting. Haven't been successful. Haven't heard much of anything. So, Micah mentioned something Same about that. boat. I don't know what it is, but this year it seems like just like social media, social media and everything, I just haven't seen as many birds on the ground. No, even on opening day, I didn't see yeah. many. Yeah, Micah was saying it just pictures he didn't really see I any. think Slow. people with good spots are getting Probably. into them, but sure. I mean, it's just not like, I don't know. Yeah. I've noticed, and I'm going to try if I can get my hands on one, but I went to, uh, lack of planning on my part, went to went to Walmart to look, and obviously they don't have anything, but a, a lot of people are saying like full strut decoys right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're being really aggressive, like the Toms are. Yeah. Because I, I had a hen decoy out, and I've, for two times now, went out, and I've had hens come out, and they just keep on trucking. There's no Tom, no gobbler around. Hmm. But somebody said that uh, they're having good luck with uh, challenging them with kind of mm. another fan. Yeah, we, decoy. we talked about this <clears throat> last show on our intro, and me and Leanne's dad was talking about it before uh, when he first when they first got here. I ain't got no turkeys nowhere, and the one place that has started to get them back a little bit, they're kind of there, but not really, and I bet they're gone by now. How much you want to bet? Have you seen anything? Uh, Last weekend, I seen last weekend though I seen some. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not consistent like it used to be. Yeah, but. yeah. Two years ago, they actually kind of came back, came back, mm-hmm. and I actually went. That's when we took my son hunting out there, right? And actually had a chance to kill a tom. It was pretty cool. But so, are you hunting them with your bow, or are you gonna blow their heads off with a shotgun? Um. Well, I've taken the shotgun, and then I kind of gave up on that, hoping they're come a little closer. So I take the bow every now and then. Dad takes the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Got to bring back up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Last year we needed it, so. <laughs> uh, Mike Hunsucker decapitated one today at nine yards. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, he can do that. <laughs> that'll happen. His yeah, kappa was detated. <laughs> no, with they, with mean, a bow. Well, obviously, it's Harlan bow hunter. That's all they use is a bow. <laughs> they go goose hunting with bows. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. But you have any, uh, any deer hunting success this year? Sure anything? Um, yeah, I shot a nine this year. He did some crazy things, but did that. And then I shot a, what I thought was a doe and it ended up being a button buck, but I literally destroyed it. So 
I was like, whatever. It was my first solo hunt, so oh, nice. it was definitely a yeah interesting yeah. time. I thought I was gonna fall out of the tree stand, but hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> you just out of excitement. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, my son Chase actually killed what we thought was a doe also this year, button buck. Yep. It, it Thanks, Andy. It happens every year. For sure. We walked up to it. Oh, that's a button back. My yeah. it looked really small once we got up to it. It was like I was like, that thing was bigger whenever I shot it than it is now. <laughs> they, all, they always <laughs> are. They always yeah, are. <laughs> That'll sure. happen to you every time. Yeah. You've had some some exciting things happen here in the last couple months though. Tell us a little bit about uh about that. Um, so we just ended indoor season and I had a phenomenal indoor season. Um I went to Lancaster again this year, and I ended up back on the stage, and I ended up taking first on that. Um, I went to Vegas. Thank you. I went to Vegas, um, took first in that, and I won a few other tournaments, national tournaments, and then um, I shot USA Indoor Nationals, and I took second in that. Um, and then I shot Joad USA Indoor Nationals, and I ended up taking first in that. Um, with the so no big deal. Some of the biggest indoor tournaments, you know, <laughs> in yeah. the United States. But yeah. yeah, um, the USA Indoor Nationals that also goes into a combined um combined rankings. So it takes the top eight archers from all compound women. So that includes like your seniors, your cubs, your youth your cadet whatever um and then your top eight go to a shoot off at indoor nationals and um it's like head to heads and you get knocked out by it's whoever like a step you're ladder, right yeah it's, like, it's like march madness it's like a bracket it's like a yeah step, it's step ladder so like eight plays seven winner goes six winner goes five. Oh, okay yeah right um maybe i'm wrong yeah one to eight, and then two to seven. It's a bracket. Okay. So it's a bracket. Yeah. Oh, I am wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember I told you you're smarter than Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. There's so many different brackets that it just – sometimes it gets confusing. Yeah. So, so how did you – what was your seed? Oh, um, so I walked in there in seventh, and then um, I got knocked out my first match. I just mm-hmm. – so we shoot a ten ring the size of a dime – and if you miss that, you hit a nine automatically. Um, and I just really couldn't get the bow to perform as good as I had been at home. So um, I wasn't really nervous, but I did get knocked out my first match. So I ended up taking seventh. I didn't move any places, but it was still fun. I went up against the best in the world. So yeah, right. it was definitely yeah. an experience. How far of a shot is that? Like, is it 20 yards? Um, yep, it's 20 yards. Sorry. All my indoor stuff is 20 yards. And then we go outdoors. Um for all the USATs and all the USA events, I shoot 55 yards, which is also 50 meters. Um, and then I, I'm not really into 3D. Um, and then I also shoot some like field stuff, which is multiple different distances and some different targets. You got like three different targets for three different days. Um, but moving on to outdoor season, um, it just started. So um, we went to Arizona probably what, a week ago. And um, we got there, and I really didn't want to go. I just wasn't performing very well. Um, I was struggling, and I got it figured out whenever I got there. And I was kind of just like, whatever happens, happens. And um, I chose the bow whenever I got there. I took two of them with me. And then we got there, and 
Um, I shot the Youth World Team Trials. This is something I've never done before. It's just something that it's, it only happens to um, every two years. Okay. So, like, this year is for the USA um, target team, which is 55 yards. And then next year will be for the field team. So, it'll be for, like, the three different targets for three different days. And um, that was actually in the United States last year, and I okay. didn't have the opportunity to go. So, um, it was my first time ever doing something like this. Um, so... We started and we shot a 72 arrow match, um, which you can score a 720, and I ended up shooting a 686, which isn't bad. It's definitely really good for like the wind and your conditions. It's very hard to shoot perfect out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my personal best out there. Um, nice. And so you ha- it cuts the top eight to the top eight. Mm-hmm. So. I think there was like 32 or 34 kids in my class or girls in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, I shoot the cadet class. So that's anybody under the age of 18, or you can also call it the um, U18. And so um, they cut to the top eight and I was sitting in fourth. Um, so that afternoon we ended up going into a round robin match. And so it's all off of a point system. So, like, you get, like, four points for being in fourth place. But then you also get a certain number of points for being above a 680. Gotcha. So you just – it kind of – it all really goes by points. It doesn't go about how you perform or anything. I mean, yes, your score does count. Right. But – so we end up shooting against every other girl. So I shot against seven girls. Mm -hmm. And – you're not going to win every match, win mm-hmm. and lose some. And so I ended up making the team to go to Ireland um, in July. So, awesome. um, How many get to do that? There's only three of us that get to do it, and then there's an alternate. Okay. She does not get to participate or go. So um, you got top three. Yeah, I was I was in third. So, awesome. Um, it was, awesome. Yeah. It How's was that travel budget looking, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then that same week, um, I shot the Arizona Cup. I had a phenomenal time out there. Qualification matches, that's, again, a 72 arrow match. Mm-hmm. I ended up in second for that by my Very 10 nice. count. I had – me and the girl in first place were tied on score. I had a higher X you count. You had more 10s? Uh, she had more 10s, but I had more Xs, so she ended up taking first. Okay. And then I ended up taking second. Um, this also cuts to the top 32, so then the rest of us – so the top two of us had a bye because there was mm-hmm. only 30 people. And so um, we got to shoot the um, eliminations, which this is another bracket, so like first against, you know, 30th or mm-hmm. how many ever people's left in there. Top seed and bottom yep. seed. Yeah. Yep, all the way through. And um, I won all my matches, and I ended up taking first in that. So nice. Nice. it was definitely a good weekend out there. It was very hot and got very sunburnt, but some that's could all say, right. <laughs> some can say you're the national champ. Yeah. Um, speaking of which right? – <laughs> mean i think so i think that's what that means (laughs) speaking of which um i so we get a national ranking for the usa team and currently i am ranked number one for the usa so nice pretty awesome so in the 18u you are ranked as the number one yep outdoor female this also goes for indoors so the okay cool usa indoor um and then all the usats so there's five usats and those all count 
Um, so like for Arizona, I would have gotten like one and a half points because mm-hmm. I took second or like two and a half or something like that. So it's all just off of like a point system. And then whoever has the lowest number of points by the end of the year is who makes the team. And that takes the okay. top four or five, five. And I made that last year. So it's, so it's, it's kind of like golf. Like you want to have a low score. Yeah. That's, okay. That's the one thing I don't like about that then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like golf. So, so that, what does that mean? Your top five, you, you get to do what? Absolutely nothing. Fantastic. So <laughs> what you do, cool. it's I don't you, you mean. You can put it on your resume type thing, I right? I mean, so we get a, um, a whatchamacallit? Ribbon you know, patch. It's not even that cool. It's a piece of paper that says you made it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but we do get a, a really cool jersey. <laughs> you get a diploma. <laughs> we do get a really cool jersey. So um, I shouldn't say that to a high school girl. <laughs> <laughs> we, they don't mean anything. Hey, mom, <laughs> yeah. that Andy dude. Yeah. He said it's not important to graduate. <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, we did get a jersey and a certificate that says that you made it. Um, we don't get to travel anywhere or anything like that. That's kind of um, like bragging rights, though, right? I mean, yeah. top five in the nation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the jerseys are new this year, so that was pretty cool. You can't just go out and buy one and right. be like, hey, I made the team. No, these are brand new, so nobody has them but the people that made the team, That's so pretty it's cool. pretty Is cool. Is there like a team store where people can go buy a Leanne Drake jersey? No, I don't think they so. They should do that. <laughs> they should do that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So – one thing I want, well, I, actually, I want to talk about shooting in a second, but how nervous are you about your bows whenever you're traveling? Very. <laughs> um, Is it I, like a child to you? Like, you know, Yes, it, it's it's literally everything to me like that. I'm so like sentimental about it. It's like <laughs> whenever we're in an airport, we drive mostly everywhere, but whenever we go to an airport, um, then if we have to like change planes or something, then I'm like, okay, where's my bow at? Is it going up the You're little thingy? That, yeah. <laughs> make it, make so what's your, what's your best practice? Like what, how, what do you find works the best on, on transporting your bow? type of case do you like to use um, like what what works for you guys so i use an elevation case um i also am able to pack my clothes in it and everything mm-hmm. and um do so you just like pack everything on top of it so yeah it i break move. it all down and then um everything goes in its little compartment i put a blanket around it most of the time just to keep it a little more protected especially since i run a blade on my rest so i don't want it to get bent or mm-hmm. anything like that but you know the security people they go through it so it really doesn't matter yeah but don't touch that that's what i'm saying i'm like dad are they gonna open it that was the yeah. first question i asked are they gonna open my bow case probably so <laughs> or yanking what, stuff out yeah. what kind of bow do you shoot I shoot a Matthews. Okay. So she, I think she says the same one she was shooting that two years we, uh, ago. Matthews TRX. So, TRX. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also have a thirty-four now. So TRX thirty-four. Nice. Okay. And that, but is that you, shorter axle to axle? Is that what that's meaning? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a? This is one thing I've always struggled with. So I was curious how you handle indoor and outdoor league or or competitions. Do you have? problem seeing your sights more indoors outdoors does something change for you at all do you Um, have to adjust yeah um so whenever i go indoors um in my peep i have a clarifier and an aperture Mm -hmm. so um i normally change my aperture um to either gather more light or to so my eye can gather more light or so it makes it a little dimmer so that i'm able to like it's almost like a compare and contrast of like if i want it 
lighter or if I want it darker, if this is a happier, happy medium right. type thing. So, I mean, I don't ever shoot indoors, but yeah. before I finish this basement, I've got like almost 30 yards from, I mean, that's not the end of my basement. It keeps going. And we used to shoot a little bit in here. Yeah. We used to shoot in here. Well, yeah. what I'd notice is like, if there was light above me, I couldn't see my peep. Like it was just gone. It definitely and messes with my, a little bit. my pins would starburst a little bit too. Yeah. So I hated shooting in here. And so I would wait till it was nice outside and I'd go outside and shoot. And I always wonder, you know, someone who's competing, you're doing it indoors and then, you know, two weeks later you're outdoors. Yeah. How does that mess with you guys? Um, Even just like different um, arenas that I shoot in. So like whenever I went to the Iowa Pro-Am, that's a super dark arena. And um, it's like... It's really almost like you're in a really dark basement, but it's like there's still light, but the lights are so high in the ceiling that it just like is really dim. Mm -hmm. So um, I just kind of like if I can't see very well, then I'll change my aperture. I don't like change at all. I would literally cry if like something were to ever be changed. Um, So it's kind of just like all personal preference. Mm -hmm. But whenever I go outdoors, we can't use any electronics, so I can't have a sight light or anything like that on my bows. So it's kind of like, okay, I need to find the aperture that works for me. Mm-hmm. I need to find the clarifier that works for me to make my pin through my eyes the way I want to do, see it. Do you do that during like a practice round? Like, Oh, yeah. That, that's what's happening? Yeah, sometimes if I'm there at a tournament, which is very seldom, um, I'll change my aperture. But again, I don't like change, so I really don't change anything at a tournament. So Which makes sense. I do. I do a lot of, not a lot, but I do make small, minute adjustments in practice sometimes. A lot of tinkering, mm-hmm. making sure everything's a little fine-tuned. Yeah. Gotcha. So, one question I had, like all these tournaments and stuff, and I, I kind of know the answer from talking to you before, but like, tell us a little bit like where some of these other people are from you're facing, like, you know, your top five in the nation. Where are some of these other people from? Because I think it's cool that this is not... This is not a Missouri thing by any means. No. Um, they're from all over the world. So, like, the people that shoot the USATs, um, that's only for the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, every country has their own um, organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's in the top five um, from last year, we have um, Hawaii, um, Pennsylvania. That'd be, that'd be a cool place to be from. Pennsylvania, Virginia, Missouri, and Utah are all the top five. Who was the Missouri kid? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know if there was another one. Smarter than Andy, huh? (laughs) Uh, I did that on purpose. See, that's Uh, nothing, Andy. Just, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) We're gonna fight tonight, aren't we? Probably. Um, and I didn't realize, I guess that. Each country also had. So when you go to Ireland. Okay. So whenever I go to Ireland, there will be 60 different countries there. So they've all, they each country takes three girls, three guys, U18, three girls, three guys, U21 for both compound and recurve. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'll be approximately 60 countries there. Um, so they all kind of have like their own, mm-hmm. I don't know what they call them over there, but we call ours USATs. So who, so, what country is typically like the country to beat? Yeah, like, like is it USA I, I wanna, or is I it Germany? What's the, what's the shit talking here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really have no idea. Um, Mexico's definitely been on top 
for a little while. India's coming up. I know I that say, for India's sure. India's got to be. I would think that they would yeah. be number up there in, in ranks. recurve, I would say China. <laughs> They'd be up there. Some some surprises to me. Like, if I was just guessing who would be, like, the powerhouses. Like, if we're talking about basketball, right? Everybody knows the United States is the best basketball country. Right. Talk about soccer. It ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you know, we Germany. Win, didn't we win, like, a few years ago, though? We've never won the World Cup. Yeah. We got, we got, we, we got into the tournament. We got into yeah. the tournament this last right. time. Okay. And they well, got our I mean, asses beat. I have no idea. You guys <laughs> I know. I won a know. game in the we tournament. We got out of pool oh, okay. play for the first time in, like, whatever, and then just got murdered by whoever. And we didn't even win baseball this year. No, we did not. Puerto Rico World, did. Which, that's a hell of a country for baseball. But, it is. Um, anyways, I would not have guessed Mexico to be, like, a, a big-time archery country. I was just thinking, like, what do they hunt down there? <laughs> well, they hunt Coos really deer. tiny ass deer, so that makes I mean, sense yeah. now. Coos deer. But I don't think they're the ones hunting them. I think we go over there and hunt them. Well, that them, might right? be true too. They're a big hunting community. Um, the United States, in fact, just got back from Turkey, um, and the women's senior team took first. Nice. So that was definitely a big step for the United States. Um, yeah. But yeah, Mexico's been up there for a little while. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that happens when next year? What? You, when you go to Ireland. Ireland, I go in July this year. Oh, you go in oh, July? So yeah, it's pretty quick. Yeah, it's, coming, it's up. coming up. That's pretty cool. So, like, what are you doing to prepare? You just shoot every day. Yeah, tinker. Um, I shoot, and I wasn't gonna go to SoCal, but there was this gonna is be outdoor, a, right? Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't gonna go to SoCal, but um, I'm gonna go now because there's gonna be a month between, and I need a little bit of pressure because there's not many tournaments like this in Missouri, mm-hmm. and so yeah. it's kind of just. I need the pressure situations. Yeah. I don't. Gotta stay sharp, right? I yeah. was worried about my daughter traveling for comp softball this summer. <laughs> I don't think I have to worry as much now after <laughs> talking to you. Yep. I mean, you know, we're going to different places, but Southern California, you guys flying out there or are you going to drive? We're flying. Yeah. That's that's a that, bit of a. We drove long. it last year. Yeah. It was a long drive. I, I'm just glad you're not my daughter because I hate, I mean, I hate flying. <laughs> and I would do everything in my power to to drive to Southern California, and I wouldn't care if it took me four extra days because then I'm not in a plane. But we yeah. we saw some pretty cool stuff going out there though. Mm-hmm. The year before that, we made it like a vacation, and we went up and seen the red sequoias. And there is too much asphalt out there. I was ready to be <laughs> home. <laughs> We've got to see some pretty cool things out there though. Like we stayed right next to the Mexican border. Some pretty interesting things going on around there. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> there are. I'm sure there but are. We went to the. Grand Canyon last year on our mm-hmm. way home. That's so cool. It was yeah. got to like got to make it a little country, bit of a trip yeah. while you're yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I do not. No. So it's just you. Yeah. Okay. Just me. Makes it a little easier. Yeah. Trying yeah. to that, figure that would those definitely things out. Make it a little easier. So like, what's a what's a day of practice for you? You get out of school. I'm assuming you're senior, junior. No, I'm a junior, junior. and I'm homeschooled. So okay. I just so you get your I I was you get that homework done in five minutes. Yeah. And then you go out do your thing. Yep. Um, some days I take a little longer on school than others, or some days I want to shoot in the morning rather than the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So um, I just go out, and currently I'm working with two different bows. Um, same exact bow, but, you know, they feel different. So um, I'm just trying. Why are you doing that, just out of curiosity? So if I get over, to, or in fact, if I get anywhere and I have a bow that's broken. We're in trouble. Blew a bearing. I'm in trouble. Yeah, the exact same bow. I have the exact backup. same bow that I can shoot. So um, that's 
that's the main reason. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of set up. I set up my target. It's always set up, and then um, I just shoot. There's no way that you can. I mean, you can keep score, but it's never going to be the same. Mm-hmm. It's always going to fluctuate. You got the wind. You got the sun. You got you know, mm-hmm. different climate. So, um, I don't really keep score very often, but I group tune, um, you know, before I even start shooting outdoors, I'll paper tune and all that kind of stuff. Um, but now are you really, paper tuning every time? Like before like, I go shoot? Like before every practice? No, or? no, no. Nope. Yeah. I paper tune and then I flex like, my arrows. That is a hell of a process. <laughs> I know. I was <laughs> no, going to no, say no. it. Like. No, I just go out and I shoot and, um, just shoot as many arrows as I feel. Mm-hmm. Some days it'll be, you know, 72. Some days it'll be 150. You know, just all fluctuate. Do you yeah. change the time of the day just because you never know, like, in a tournament when you're going to shoot? Like, um, are you talking about, like, when time of day, like, for outdoor, I would assume, like, maybe morning, sun's in a different position? Right. Like- yeah, so each um, course is mm-hmm. laid out differently. So some of them, like, I'm left-handed, so sometimes I'll be facing the sun, sometimes the sun will be on the other side of me. So I'll just, like, um, change the time for the sun to be different because that also changes my sight picture. Right. Like, right. If, if there's a glare or whatnot. So I just, you know, go whenever I feel like it or <laughs> if there's something going on in the morning, then I'll shoot in the afternoon or something. Yeah. What do you feel like is the biggest – so – I mean, everybody listening to this show, when they listen to it, is most likely not as good as Archer as Leanne Drake is, right? <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But we all think about similar stuff probably that you do. And one thing that I think about is when I'm not shooting well, what is it, what the hell is it that I'm doing to not shoot well right now? Um, what do you find is maybe your largest, I don't know what if struggle is the word I'm trying to use, but... If, if if you're not doing something, either it, you know your concentration or whatever, mm-hmm. what do you find that that affects you the most in a negative way? And then how do you overcome that? overcome it? So most people think it's the bow. That's their automatic thought. Oh, it's the bow. Something, something's wrong something with the bow. Something is wrong. I like I to ground my sight. Our buddy yeah. Pat used to like to ground tune his. He does. <laughs> He's perfected. He perfected ground tuning. Yeah. Um, it is definitely you. I've learned that the hard way Mm -hmm. um it you have to realize that you are the one making the mistakes it's not always about yeah sometimes about can there's can be something wrong with it um in fact the week before i went to arizona i was like i am struggling like i'm not going to arizona well i blew a bearing in my cam i and i shot it in arizona just like that too because i couldn't get cams fast enough Mm. um so um, my biggest struggle is I will be shooting really well and then all of a sudden I'll just have one round that just isn't good and I will get so mad and so aggravated with myself and I'll just be like, what's going on? And I start looking at the bow and I know it's not the bow and it's me and I just need to calm down and, um, yeah, I check everything over make sure everything's tight. Um, and then I just kind of do a mental reset, like, um, you know, stop and take a drink of water, go and get something to eat and come back. Mm -hmm. Just something to break my concentration of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't really change anything on the bow unless I know it's the bow. So um, that's just kind of what I do is just mentally reset myself and go back and do it again. I mean, I think that's kind of would be, well, my answer is very similar. When I'm not 
like it's I think more rushing is what I feel like mm-hmm. I'm doing sometimes, which is kind of a form of just not settling down and you know yeah. whatever you want to call it. And I mean everybody has those those things where you're like, what's wrong with my bow? Mm-hmm. What do I need to change? Oh, is the sight off? Do I need to you know mess with it a little bit? You just you said earlier you like to tinker. That's me. Yeah. Like I'll I'll change my sight even though it's probably my fault and then I'm, you know, Changing fixing something that I probably shouldn't be fixing. Um, everybody goes through that and I think it's, you know, for the people listening, I'm not saying they necessarily want to be, you know, professional archers, but every bow hunter out there or every archer out there wants to be proficient in what they do. Yeah. Like for me, um, I'm not saying if you're a bow hunter, do this if you have like a three pin or whatever, but I have a very adjustable site. It has, you know, my new adjustments. I can go one click and it like just moves it just a tad. Um, I mean, sometimes every arrow I'm clicking it one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And that's just for my (laughs) own preference. Like, it's just like, okay, that was, you know, my X rings here. Um, I'm a little bit to the right. I need to move that one click over. It's just a satisfaction. What is that site? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah that's probably well, not i'm being serious go ahead and tell me what that's oh. <laughs> well i would assume that's probably not one that you would want to take probably out not. hunting right um i, I wouldn't have a problem really? with it. go ahead and let me know what that's <laughs> um is. it's an excel achieve xp all right jeez you can I mean, also get saying, the landslide if I'm you want to get a boat. little more technical go ahead and write landslide down you can look at both of them okay i'll do sorry. that sorry no, sorry I mean, I'm getting a new bow. I'm just saying. <laughs> Might be a time to look at that. But the, um, way, the way we shoot, the one click is not going to matter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to matter for look, us. Look, I'm a little bit mm-hmm. less she, far she off. She knows she shot right, so she can make a click. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I hit the grain bin, and it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that tree in Colorado? Yeah. <laughs> the tree in Colorado. The, there's been a few. You know, but that tree died. It was a beautiful shot on the tree. I think it was dead before I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the log and the, the dead log. That dead was log. Really there. There's yep. actually been two dead trees in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The mule deer and the the elk, right? No, nope, nope. there was my first elk. I hit a tree. Uh-huh. Then last year, I hit a tree. With the mule deer? Or was that the year no, before? No, it was I, with I the elk. I shot the mule deer. Just you shot at something last year? We sh- he shot at the elk. The cow elk. Am I forgetting about this? Yeah, probably. probably. Sounds like it. Cause he definitely shot an elk. We had all me, him, and Pat. We were all together. Uh-huh. We had a swarm come through. Oh, it was the day he's busy breaking my truck. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did I break his truck? Yeah, he broke his screen. I did not break your screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that anyways, was a horrible day for it. me. Horrible day for you too. All Sorry. right. So on a tournament or whatever you want to call it, competition, like what? What's your day look like? So do you get like I'm assuming you get a time frame? Be like, hey, you're shooting x x time. Where yep. do you, so how does your day start? Um, so if I shoot really early in the morning, then, um, you know, that kind of just, I go practice as much practice time as I can get. So they have like a side range you can, yeah. or is like you had, Hey, your practice slot is from here to here. Um, sometimes it is like that, but most of the time there's like a practice range, mm-hmm. um, that we can go to, but, um, Normally, if I shoot in the afternoon, I'll go, I'll eat breakfast, and I'll kind of stay away from the tournament. 
um yeah i'll go watch people or whatever but um i kind of just isolate myself a little bit get my head in the game um i'll go warm up for you know 30 arrows it takes me about 30 arrows to get warmed up and then um is that it (laughs) dude Really? You couldn't have waited? <laughs> during, during the show. Couldn't have waited. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to look right. this side up. Add to cart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so, I go and practice. It normally takes me, you know, 60 to, or 30 to 60 arrows to warm up. So, mm-hmm. I'll warm up a little bit. We get two official practice ends. Um, I make sure to eat and drink. Most of the time, I eat Vienna sausages and drink body armor. There That's my go-to snack. Um, and then I just kind of get my head in the game. I don't sit up and talk with the other girls. They're a bunch of drama. So um, so you don't have any friends out there. <laughs> Is that what no. you're saying? <laughs> Be number one, man. No. Um, most of the time, I just come back and talk to my dad or sit with him or whatever. And just it's just kind of me and him. I talk to my mom. Um, so, but... That's but that pretty probably much is, it. I mean, a lot to, to it. I mean, there's a focus aspect, right? I mean, if, yeah. you're, if so, you're over there, Chad, I mean, you see with with high school sports all the time, it's, right? It's different competitors act different ways. Exactly. I mean, it's a, I mean, there's like, you know, this clique of girls that'll just be like all like giddy with each other mm-hmm. talking about whatever they're talking about. And there'll be like these really shy girls or just kind of odd girls Mm -hmm. and then there's just like me just kind of just off by myself doing what i need to do doing your own thing sometimes i get a little distracted and talk to people but it's it's funny how i mean i i would have never talked like if me and andy were getting ready to race each other or something back in the day i would have never spoke to him my daughter is a track girl right now she'll sit there and talk to all the girls she's getting ready to race yeah and i'm like nope i mean there's a lot of girls that walk by me just small talk and then i beat them no, I mean, okay, that works. <laughs> There's a lot of girls that they'll, like, you know, speak to me. Yeah, I'll speak back to them, but right. I'm not here for a whole hour-long conversation. Like, whenever I go down and pull my arrows, I'm like, come on. Yep. We're getting this done and over with. I'm pulling my arrows, and I'm going back. Most of the time, I'm the first one to walk back, and I'm walking back alone. Yeah. I mean, I just don't talk to anybody. Just Although, if, if I were going to make friends with any of the other top five, it'd be the girl that lives in Hawaii just saying yep. she's she's a really nice girl because really she also like lives in hawaii, hawaii. <laughs> yeah so just remember yep. that yeah you gotta be smart about that pennsylvania <laughs> eh, i don't really feel like going there <laughs> those deer are small down there <laughs> yeah. um, go, go hunt some of them axes deer down there that'd be a good right time. exactly see it's 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 smart you just gotta and you gotta play a mind game with him you know be like yeah. hey i'll come hang out with you you might get better you could be number one too i've definitely had a few <laughs> run-ins with some girls that just yeah. don't like me yeah i don't like them I mean, I mean there's girls that i'll try to talk to or some girls try to talk to me and i just right don't talk to me yeah. like i don't say that but i'm right. just don't i'm very I mean, short that happens in, in competition i say i'm gonna yeah. say any competition like that you're gonna have i mean the, the teams you like the teams you don't like the mm-hmm. you know kids you get along with the ones you don't i mean mm-hmm. yeah just how it goes in competition mm-hmm. so with some of your your i guess gear that you're using you've been using the same bow now since we talked to you last time which was almost two years ago yep. i think we figured out it almost exactly two years maybe mm-hmm. um but in that world though that's kind of like the go-to bow isn't it i mean there's yeah um this is the original trx 38 there's Mm -hmm. um a new one which is the g2 okay i just haven't made the switch again i don't like change so i just i'm rolling with it and i'm doing just fine so yeah i mean precision stuff like that i mean yeah 
what's work, comfortable what, is what matters. What's not yeah, broke, yeah. don't fix. See, that make, right. it's giving me even more pause on just keeping the assassin, you know, just saying. But anyways, <laughs> when you're when you get a new bow and you're going through what works for you, I mean, how many like different fletching setups are you going through? Are you trying all kinds of different stuff or do you have a certain I like boning blazers or I like this and that? And you try to make those work, or how do you figure out what's going to, you know, give you the most accurate flight? Um, with arrows, I have kind of played around with some fletchings, not very much, mm-hmm. but um, I shoot the AE hybrid. I think you said that, like, yeah. Yep. Um, and it just, it seems to just do really well. So um, I roll with it, and then, um, like with the bow and stuff, if I get a new bow, I run the same stabilizer, same sight, same, you know, same rundown, but um, it all just depends, like, the weight setup that I want or um, how I want my back stabilizer sitting because I have all kinds of adjustments back there. Mm -hmm. So there's some differences. Um, Not everything is going to be set up the same. So um, it's all kind of just what feels the best in my hand, what levels the best, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. On your fletchings, do you have any type of helical on it or any? Um, Mine's pretty much, I would say it's probably like a two degree. Mm-hmm. It's not very much. I used to have a really big helical on it mm-hmm. and it was hitting my blade. So um, I ended up taking the helical off. It's not straight. There's yeah. definitely a left helical on it. If you look at it, mm-hmm. a lot of people won't be able to recognize it, but there is. Um and that's just kind of everybody's personal preference right. or how they fly out of the bow or mm-hmm. if they're left or right helical. So, um, do you like fletching your own arrows? It sucks. I know. <laughs> I used to like it. Takes it takes so yeah. long. It just takes forever. I don't have the time for it. That's right. my biggest problem. And I I've, cannot I've just got a whole stand setup, there and s- like yeah. I cannot just sit there and do it. We kind of went through a phase where we all like doing. We all, we all did. Yeah, we all got <laughs> busy and just yeah. We used to all share Russell's. Um, oh, what the heck is the the jig that we have? The Oh, what's the popular jig? Bits and burger. Bits and burger. Yep. Yep. Russell, we'd all share Russell's bits and burger, and then I bought one. I got one. Andy bought one, and we all like fletched the hell out of our stuff for and a while. I realized I was putting the wrong helical on my arrows. <laughs> <laughs> but then we got to the point where, you know, it, it takes you know half an hour at least to fletch a few arrows. Yeah. And I'm a perfectionist, so like if I get a dab of glue, uh, what do you? What's the glue? I use it. Do a tip and a tail on my stuff and I if i tip and tail huh i think it's tip and yeah, tail glue tip yeah. and tail i can't remember what i used at the time but if it wasn't like a perfect little circle start over and i mean remember i fletched those ones for you mm-hmm. and it took me like six hours and yeah, I'm, like, it took forever. I'm never doing your shit again man <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know i mean it's important and it's what's interesting is funny is like we all i think we all shoot different fletchings you shoot what she shoots correct i think so I shoot a Russell a, so, a hybrid. No, no you do, the, which is what she shoots. Yeah. A hybrid. So that's yeah. I'm the bone, uh, boning heat. You're the boning yeah. heat. I'm the the old fashioned boning blazer. Russell shoots something totally different than all of us. You know, personal preference is interesting yeah. when it comes to those things. Yep. And then releases were all different as well. And I know, well, at least I thought back think, tension. Yep. I, I did thought. shoot a, a thumb for a while, and then. Just got a when you shot first started shooting, like, did you shoot traditional trigger releases? Yeah, I or? shot a wrist strap. Mm-hmm. And then I've gradually just went up. I, I like my hinge a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked my button for a while until I got kind of trigger happy with it. And then I switched back to my hinge. And 
everything's fine now. Yeah, because so. with the hinge release, you're it's the the tension is what's causing the arrow to release. Right, right. just pull yeah. pull in with my back. Right. So so you're yeah. not really trying to. The biggest thing you're getting away from is anticipating that yep. shot. I mean, you can still anticipate it real well. Right. I mean, you can just like roll <laughs> through it or you know yeah. rip through it, but it really if you set it cold, then she's she's gonna take a while to get to go off. So. Yep. That's interesting, which I've never even tried one of those. Mm. I shot your I tried to one time, but, like, I don't know if it was. It probably wasn't set up for my bow, but I'd get, like, halfway through my draw, and it'd start clicking. Like, it would do that, like, initial click or something Mm -hmm. like that, and he's like, it's about to go off. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not doing this. (laughs) Yeah. There's, like, mine has a click in it. I can take my click out, but mine mine does have a click in it, and I'll get to about here, and I'll get to settling in, and then it'll – It'll click, and I know, okay, I need to get on, and I need to go through my shot process. So so what is your shot, press, shot process? Um, so it's kind of just after every shot or before every shot, I mentally reset myself. Um, it all starts my feet and goes up from there, and um, so I load my arrow. Most of the time I look back at my dad. You know, just kind of get the <laughs> mental. Okay, he's back there. I see him. We're good. Um, how you? How are you, Dad? Are you one of those like you can do it, kid? Or are you like you better get this? <laughs> <laughs> he always told me before Arizona. I'll get back to what I was saying. But before Arizona, he told me that he was gonna get a big tattoo of an X on his chest and rip his shirt open every time I shot an X. And I told him absolutely not. Um, but no, hey, I'll pay. I'll pay for it. <laughs> but no, the podcast we, we will just pay need for video that. evidence. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know what that's called content. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I make sure that he's back there and that I can see him. And um, I don't have him in practice most of the time. Sometimes I do, but um, in tournaments, then I see him and um, I load my bow and look at the target and I kind of tunnel vision myself. So it's just me and the target, me, the bow, the target, the you know wind. I look at my wind socks and flags and all that kind of stuff and I pull back and I kind of I don't really I can't really tell you what I think about because it's always different but I'm always constantly telling myself okay pull 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 or Mm -hmm. um you know if I was shooting a thumb I'd be like squeeze you know or just work Mm -hmm. through the shot or if I'm really anxious then like calm down or you know make clean shots um but if I'm like struggling in a tournament, then it kind of looks a little bit different. I'm, I'm like, okay, this one needs to hit the middle. Like, what can I do different from this previous shot that didn't hit the middle to the one to this shot I'm about to shoot? Like, what can I process through my mind to make myself calm down and just refocus as I'm shooting? So, it's definitely. I understand that. I mean, yeah, I compare it to like everything to baseball, but hitting in baseball like people like you have to have you know what do you think about what you're hitting you don't yeah i mean it all just happens like it's let it take over right it's so consistent because i shoot so much Mm -hmm. it's just like muscle memory my body knows what to do right Mm -hmm. so it's like my mind doesn't really wonder if you're thinking you're overthinking right Right. if i'm like thinking okay this has got to go in the middle am i pulling hard enough yeah there'll be sometimes that i am thinking that am i pulling hard enough Mm -hmm. is this gonna hit the middle you know but if i'm just sitting there like calmly shooting um in fact on the lancaster stage i was very calm i had been there um once the year before and 
me and my dad had absolutely no idea what was going on. Never seen my mom in the stands. And um, I kind of just was so overwhelmed. Like it was just in a flash. I can barely tell you anything about it. Mm -hmm. And so this year I was much more calm and I just made clean, consistent shots just like I normally do. And I shot the highest scores I had and under pressure in, you know, years. So yeah, um, yeah, but she says years. She's it's 17. been six years. <laughs> so she's been doing it for a minute. I haven't, uh, you know, I haven't shot a six hundred in ages. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it kind of just reflects on what that previous era was. Or so speaking of that, kind of you know the the joke of years. But you've been doing this since six years now, competitively. I assume mm-hmm. has there been like you know training process? Have you have you went and got like formal training, or has this been? You know, you and your parents and, you know, just kind of hashing it out. Is this a, a YouTube thing? I mean, how have you learned to get to the le- level of of where you're at today? Like, if, if people starting out now, did you get formal training? Did you, like, how did you get to the level you are today? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if we talked about this in the last podcast, but um, I used to shoot right-handed. I feel mm-hmm. like I have talked about this. Yeah, right? I think but, we should um, right-handed. Yeah, I shot right-handed, and, you know, I just really started struggling. I was doing fine for the first few years, and then I was like, I would go and get under pressure, and I just couldn't hit the target. And so um, I ended up switching left-handed. My dad watched a lot of YouTube videos. Because you're left-eye dominant, correct? Correct. Yeah, so, we talked about it. Um, and her right elbow was Both of them backwards. do it. Oh my God! Ow! Her <laughs> <laughs> watching for everybody. Not she just like bent her arms in two different directions. Let's um, see if I no snap. <laughs> um, but before I switched left-handed, my dad watched a lot of YouTube videos. We all watched a lot of YouTube videos, just trying to figure something out. I switched left-handed, and from the get-go, I've always been self-taught. But once mm-hmm. I switched left-handed, I was really self-taught. Yeah, they helped me out. But they don't shoot left-handed. Right. So it was like, I'm learning everything over again after I've been shooting for four years right-handed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now everything feels natural. Yeah. So it's just like, it was a learning process, but it was so natural that it was just muscle memory of it happening after, you know, yeah, a few right. weeks of training. Because uh, I think one of the things we talked about was your eye dominance. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm the same way. I shoot right-handed, but I'm left-eye dominant, and I'm not switching because I know the problems he has finding both, so I'm staying right eye. It's Tell okay, Andy. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's funny those things that you know the small adjust those changes, which is a huge change, mm-hmm. can do for you. Yeah. My daughter's right eye dominant. She just switched to the left side of the plate for softball. So now they're her right eye is the first eye. She switched to the correct side. Yeah, she's a lefty now, and she's a right-handed person. She's always hit right-handed, but that's only been about a month, so we're still working on it, but. You know, it's it's, it's where, interesting what eye dominance, huh? What? I didn't hear you. It's where hitters hit from. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I hope that's the case. Um, she hit 375 in her first tournament ever, so yeah. I'll take it. But anyway, I don't know. How how important? <laughs> 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 that's I don't know what it means. How how important do you feel like your eye dominance played into that change? Uh, it was very important. I mean, it was just like. Um, you know, you got this pair of shoes. This one feels better than this one. And it was definitely the left eye was definitely, you know. See, that blows my mind because, like, we were talking about it at work the other day. And I, I just can't fathom, 
shooting with my left at all. Like it just no coordination. I'm sure she at couldn't all. either. I at the time. I never imagined myself to do it. And I was in Vegas and I was shooting a Genesis bow with Jesse Broadwater just for fun. And um, I actually shot it with my left hand, and I was like, "Man, Dad, this feels so natural." I'll never forget that. And I was like, "Yep, this is." It was a good move. It definitely was. But I would say that if somebody's right or left eye dominant and they're shooting right-handed, I would switch. I mean, it's, don't say that. Yes. I just have to do this because <laughs> I can't keep both eyes open. It's definitely yeah. worth the. Time. Do you shoot both eyes open? Yeah. Which you can now because well, it's like dominant. it's kind of squinted, but it's like mm-hmm. I can still see. But yeah. you know, I can't really shut my eyes very well. <laughs> like when you wink, it's like. Yeah, I can't do <laughs> it. Both, both <laughs> eyes. What, what are you doing right now? What are you doing with your face? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes, like if you guys go watch the Lancaster shoot, then you can like see my eye like opening and closing, like trying to draw more light or just trying to like focus my other eye. I hate blinking during a shot; throws me off. Mm-hmm. So if I were to blink, I mean, like outdoors, I blink just because like the sun or if the wind's blowing in my eyes. Mm-hmm. But normally, it's never over like six times. Like I blink six times, and that's about it. You, but you, indoors, you count that. You count your blinks. Oh, I've learned it. Like I've definitely <laughs> so I've like. but like indoors like it'll be like my eyes are they're not like wide open they're not like you know but like um they're like just open normally and i don't blink it's just i blink after the shot but it's just kind of i like stare but (laughs) that makes sense outdoors it's like but they're like timed out yeah they're like they're not like just part of the process it's just like yeah yeah i gotcha if I told myself don't blink, I would just be doing this. Not I'd <laughs> just, just be blinking <laughs> nonstop. Like, is that guy having a seizure? What's going on? There, I saw this one girl, and she was like blinking like this the whole time. And I'm like, how do you even see your pen? Like, my, your eyes aren't even open long enough. Yeah, that's yeah, that would, that's drive me nuts. That's mm-hmm. an interesting process. I'm a non-blinker as well. Like in serious situations or like concentration, I, I catch myself not blinking whatsoever. Just. I've never once thought about it. I have no I've idea never been like, you know what, I should probably blink I don't, now. I, I, I don't think about it, and all of a sudden, oh, my eyes are dry. Holy crap. You know, like, I can't um, wait until you guys wrestle again out in the mountains, and I'm going to watch Andy be like, well, see if he's <laughs> Let's see how serious he is right now. just both beat the hell out of him. I'm down for that. Andy was going to walk towards me. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Uh, yeah. The best part is the people listening to us are, have no idea no what clue. we're doing right now. <laughs> um, but whatever. I had another question about being left eye dominant. Cool kids. Yeah, you guys are just odd for being right-handed. I w- oh, Sorry, so that was the thing I was going to say. Yes. <laughs> no, you, you got me right back on track. Leanne, we're the only ones in our right mind. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Left, <laughs> but right. No, right. Correct. We're correct. Left, you guys are wrong. Left-handed people are 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 right brain dominant. So we are the correct. We are in our right mind. People. I hear what you're saying. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, he's right-handed, so he's mm-hmm. using his left See, side. I like wish somebody <laughs> would have. Got it a seems like a saying somebody would make up to sound cooler for a second or something. I, I don't know. Factual. When <laughs> I was <laughs> like, when you you were how old? When you were like 12ish? When you made the switch then to left-handed? Somewhere in there, 13. It was 2019, so something like that. Okay. I wish somebody would have got a hold of me when I was that age and said, "Do it all, now." You know all those things. I'm just I'm too old and no, set in my ways. Old dog. Old you just dog. gotta go for it. Andy need, will help you. 
I don't want Andy's <laughs> help. Andy's got another. I got my own problems. <laughs> Why don't we just put take one of Andy's spare bows and do bring, what with it? Bring, gonna, bring it down. Bring it down to a twenty-four inch draw. I was going to use. Gonna Man, see if it shoots. <laughs> What is, your, what is your draw length? Just curious. 24 and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? 27. 27. Okay. <laughs> Andy with a 37 inch draw is making fun of people. You're, it's not my fault you can't find bows. You're the weird one, not me. I can, any I bow, bow. Any bow shop out there, I can walk into it and be like, let me try one, and I'll be able to try them all. Hey, but who's shooting the eleven-year-old bow? Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't say I. I think that's preference, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but um, okay, so that, that that's pretty cool. And you're going to Ireland in July. two months. Yep, July first through the tenth. So I get to spend Fourth of July in a different country. That'd be, That'd cool. be cool. I'm still Ar- wondering Ireland. if they're I mean, able to shoot fireworks. Off. I highly doubt it. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. probably not gonna. Anything I'd imagine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you can celebrate? drink over there, though. Yeah, 16. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell your parents that. <laughs> we were, in fact, just talking about that on the way here. I was right like, did here. you know that they could drink at 16 years old over there? Well, it is. And they're like, yeah, but you can't. <laughs> yeah, it is Ireland. I mean, yep. let's let's be real here. No. Um, uh, so, what's it going to be like? I mean, what are you planning on? Um, what's the competition going to be like? Can people watch it? What Do you know anything about it yet? Um, the best I can tell you is that there's going to be a lot of people there and that we're going to be shooting at 55 yards, and that's about all I know. <laughs> we're going to have bows with us. We're going to be shooting against other people. How long just, are you going to be over there for? Like nine days, nine ten days, days okay. something like that. So I just like, picture you going to stay like, a little extra? No. I'm, I'm guessing you guys have never been to Ireland. I'm guessing they're probably we'll shooting like, every day or like no. all day every day. So we sure. I mean, like after yeah. it's over, they're gonna go check out, you know, some pubs. <laughs> Obviously not her, <laughs> but <She> might. <laughs> um, you know, some coolest stuff in Ireland. Yeah. So like we, so the compound and recurve are there the same week. Mm-hmm. So like the days that the recurve shooters get to shoot, then we go adventure. You guys get off day. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We shoot like teams. I do know that. So we shoot individuals. So that's just, you know, me against everybody else. And then whoever makes, you know, whatever the cut is, then mm-hmm. goes into elimination matches. And then we have um, mixed teams, which we're not really sure how that works. If it's going to be like the top girl and top boy just shooting gotcha. together, or if it's going to be, you know, the bottom girl and the top boy shooting together, top girl, bottom boy shooting together. Do you together. guys have a coach? Yeah. Fair enough. That's good. Okay. Is it, that sounded, you know, cool. I'm just Come. curious if there's like somebody yeah, like that, that has that work. organized. Like, I don't yeah, know. Is yeah. that like a strate- yeah. like strategic thing? Like maybe the coach picks that, like the pairings? I don't know. Yeah, That's yeah. That's I was curious. I would say that the, I've never done it before, so I'm just kind of in a just confused ride, right, right now. But yeah. Tell me where to stand, coach. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's definitely like – um, if my parents didn't get the VIP pass to like get on the field, then they wouldn't be able to see anything that I'm doing. Really? So it's like yeah. very like concealed, I guess. Right. I don't know. So there's not like a big stage where like everybody can watch or something I like mean, that. I mean, you got to think there's like 60 different countries there with three, At six, nine, 12, yeah. 12 shooters pairs. there with, I don't know, parents to go to every one of them. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people there. Right. But 
I mean, not all of them are going to buy the VIP That's pass. 720 different competitors. Yeah. I did that in my head just now. Mm-hmm. Or the phone that was in your hands. Nope. But yeah. Nope. <laughs> but you take that times three, essentially, and that's, you know, two parents for a kid. Right. And the kid. Yeah, thousand, there's going to be thousands of people there. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, to, just between, you know, parents. Yeah. I don't know if whatever. spectators are allowed in there. I mean, I would assume since, like, the parents have to literally pay to go in there, right. then I don't think that there's going to be just, like... Yeah, local archery so, tournament. Let's go watch right. it. I mean, if you can if you can drink at sixteen in Ireland, I'm sure they'll check it out. You know. Yeah. yeah. I just pick, keep picturing in my mind like you see those movies, like those old school movies, or like the archery competitions. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. Just well, you'll have to let us know if it's going to be televised so we can yeah. check it out. I'm a lot sure of our tournaments have be been, on right. A lot of, like Lancaster was, Las Vegas was. I've, I've yeah, catched I it on think... like ESPN before or something like that. I don't know what it was, but I've definitely seen some archery stuff. I think that like um, the gold medal matches and stuff will be televised, mm-hmm. and like the team matches will be televised. But I'm not yeah. sure. Like this is what it looks like where I'm staying or where we're gonna be at. That looks pretty cool. So it's we're gonna be like right on the right on um the river that river ocean (laughs) like there's a ocean I have to find the picture but there's like an ocean right there it's like just like there's where we're gonna be like shooting wise and you gotta think about like the ocean breeze probably like I mean that being a oh I'm sure it's gonna affect your shot I mean this is like not too many miles from where I'm shooting oh that's pretty cool cool. very cool that's beautiful yeah yeah. Yeah, a uh, girl in the office, she just got back from Ireland. They, her and her mom, they went on vacation there and said it was just amazing. So it'll be fun either way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what's the end goal here? Like what? what yeah, question. like what after this? Do what's, you want to just continue? What's Drake's yeah. ultimate goal? Um, My ultimate goal is just to, you know, succeed in what I'm doing. Um, I want this to be a career. Yeah. I've de- I definitely don't think of this as a hobby or a sport. I think of it as a career already. Um, it's what I look forward to doing every day whenever I get out of bed. And um, so I just want to keep going. Mm-hmm. I'm not always going to be at the top. I'm going to win. I'm going to lose some. So I don't expect to win every tournament or, you know. So I know there's but, some college teams out there. Like, are you like, is that uh – yeah, on the I want to. Yeah, for college, I want to go to college. Um, to sh- I. Have you like already looked at what schools have good schools archery programs? Have, yeah. like, um, I've had some colleges reach out to me. I haven't really done my research. I kind of have my <laughs> mindset on where I want to go. Um, I don't want to go and learn English and math and all that again. I learned enough of that in high school. So um, I'd like to just be. I like to be hands on mm-hmm. with everything. So um, I want to do stuff with like food plots and yeah. Um. Kind of just agricultural, lay, yeah. Stuff. Lay out food plots and whatnot. Like conservation kinda, type stuff. Yeah, kind of keep going with the trend, like mm-hmm. my trend. Right, like stay shooting, in that world hunting, and, and yeah. yeah, fishing, loving every day. Yeah, I will tell you this. <laughs> so, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask. So you're 18. You. Mm-hmm. You're ranked number one right now. Yep. Is that considered pro? Are you pro? Are you amateur? What is your status? And like, I guess, can you be a pro at eight, under eighteen? I can. Um, I could have went pro this year. I'm considering going pro next year. No promises. Um, and what does that mean? Yeah. What does that when mean? When you say What's you go pro, like, what does that start to? Does that mean sponsorships? Does that mean like? Um, I have some sponsorships currently, but it's kind of just like get your name out there a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you just get to shoot at the top 
archers in the world instead of like your amateurs. Um, and shoot for I mean shoot for money. Oh yeah, and money. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So there's no money in what you're in now. Um, some tournaments there are some NFAA tournaments. It goes to scholarships. The scholarships probably. Um, and then like Lancaster, that's like in your pocket. Um. There's a few different ones that are in your pocket, but mm-hmm. most of them are scholarships for anybody under the age of 18. Right. Because, like, they can't, like, pay mm-hmm. people like that because then it just, like... Well, if you go shoot at a college, there used to be some different rules there, and I don't know how that's affected it. The now changes. NIL. Right. Now you have, your yeah, name and likeness mm-hmm. uh, you're able to make money off of, but used to not be able to. Sure. But, so it's, yeah. That's I'm sure cool. That, I'm sure that has to, to do yeah. with some of that stuff. You'll find out soon. I mean, you're going to be a senior next year. Yeah. So college is right around the corner. You start looking at what am I going doing there. And it'd be kind of nice to go win some tournaments and make some cash at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I plan on going pro next year. So so that will kick you up into a different, like, uh, maybe category? Yep. So it'll be, like, people from, like, the age of, like, 50 down to, you know, however old you want to be to go pro. So, I mean, there's, like, girls that are 15 that are shooting in there right now mm-hmm. that are pro. And, in fact, yeah. the girl from Hawaii shoots pro. She's been pro. Oh, cool. She won Vegas two years ago. So, um, You're talking, like, the, the most famous one. I think people like Levi Morgan, right? Or Levi. I was just going to mention that. It's Morgan, isn't it? Oh, by the way, me and Mike are cool now. We met Levi. Shook his hand. Shook his hand. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy's not. <laughs> Uh, it is. I'm, I'm being serious. We did meet Levi Morgan, but it was like for for like two seconds at uh, ATA this year. But uh, seems like a real nice guy. Yeah. And I mean, he's made a career out of this. He has. You know, yeah. That's, that's for what sure. he does. So. Yeah. I mean, is that kind of a, a similar path you're thinking about taking? Yeah. With archery is, you know, obviously you want to potentially get an education for next to nothing or free, and then you can decide what you're going to do. But archery might be a part of it moving forward as far as you can tell yeah i definitely want archery to be like my main Mm -hmm. career but i also want to like you never know what can happen i mean one day i could you know break an arm or something and i can't shoot anymore knock on wood it hasn't happened Mm -hmm. but keep um, doing that to your arms it might happen (laughs) (laughs) one day's pop but um no i i've really been thinking about like food plots and stuff like that just to keep going and kind of keeping the same side of people like mm-hmm. you know levi morgan he hunts he's got a tv in show that yeah. kind of side mm-hmm. where like Paige pierce she also goes hunting i don't know if you guys know who that is or not chris b for example you know like mm-hmm. they all do something with hunting and mm-hmm. i feel like food plots or something with agriculture you know horticulture biology yeah. type stuff yeah, yeah. And then at the same time, remembering you're 17 years old, things change yeah. really quickly for young folks. And yep. by the time you're 21, you might decide, you know what? I'm going to be a doctor archer. Yeah. You know, I wanted way, to be a know? vet forever. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like she said that. You're last crazy. Last, I feel like that I was, so. yeah. Yeah. But, I've went through a lot of different spells. I was like, man, a dentist. <laughs> I want to be a dentist. <laughs> and yeah, then I know, went to the vet. You're and supposed now I'm to be thinking about those things. Yep. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing to be thinking about those things instead of. Like you were when I was, I was 22 years old going, I should probably decide what I want to do in college, shouldn't I? You know, I mean, that's a bad time to start thinking about those things. So it's a, it's a good thing that you have had those on your mind uh, yeah. already. What else, boys? What do you got for? I can't think of any other questions. I'm, I'm really excited to see how she does in July. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've been following along with, you know, since you were on our show last year, we see your post and see how you've been doing. And yeah. I don't know what the hell any of it means whenever I'm like, I got first in this and I'm like, <coughs> good job. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, that gets the like. <laughs> it sounds like Ireland's going to be pretty big. So we are going to be uh, keeping an eye on that. We will, uh, we'll keep our listeners posted on how it's going. And if we can share, if it is on, uh, you know, television or the internet or whatever, we'll try to share it so they can watch Leanne Drake mm-hmm. compete in the world's what's it called um youth world championships world championships that sounds important it's basically like the olympics because there is no olympics there's no olympic compound until 2028 right yeah 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 Yeah, because it's just longbow right now right Mm -hmm. recurve recurve yeah yeah yeah. okay whatever yeah yeah so tall ones (laughs) (laughs) the ones that are bigger than me yeah yeah Yeah. that's awesome so um yeah we all three of us wish you the best of luck and Hope that you go kill it for us Missouri folks yeah. in Ireland. Yep, thank you. I was trying to think Do you want to get any social media or anything you want to plug? Yeah, um, but I do have a question for you first, or for all three of you. Thank God. She's <laughs> like, why are you looking at me? For? <laughs> Sorry. I was like, let it be Nate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that, like, you not knowing what I'm saying whenever I post anything on Facebook. What is something, like, if I were to post a post – then what is something that you look for look for to like maybe get an explanation of what I'm doing if that makes sense I think it's like all the different tournaments that are out there unless you're in that world you just don't understand what that tournament means you know it I equate it to like I tell these guys about my daughter's comp softball all the time no idea what they have no freaking about. clue what I'm talking right. about she plays a gold level ball do you know what that means nope Exactly. (laughs) You know, it's just hard to, it's hard to explain something if you're not in it. So I I think a really big thing is explaining those when you're doing those posts or talking about what you're doing. This is a tournament for archers uh, under the age of 18 that are in the region of, from Mississippi River over. Okay. And if I do good at this one, then that can put me in, I can go to this one next or maybe something along those lines. Right. Yeah, that, you know, because you got to think like when you're doing those things, you got to think of someone who's reading it or watching it that has no freaking clue what you do. And they have to understand what it is, what you do. There are some people like we understand what you do, but we still have really no clue what the different tournaments, the different sanctions are, that sort of stuff, because we're not in that life. So given like ed- basically educating people every time you do something is is we're going to go a long way in your sport too people will understand what more you know right An advocate for your sport like nfl football most people understand how teams get to the playoffs what what playoffs are because it's a huge multi-billion dollars industry archery is not as big as that so people aren't going to understand as easily so just educate your your followers or your fans because you got them out there and and I guarantee you there's a ten year old girl out there thinking about doing the same thing that you're now doing yeah um, that if you can educate her or him on those things that'll that'll go a long way and you know grow in your sport yeah, yeah. I, I kind of took that one over you guys no can. I think for me it's like where you know where the other people are from that you're shooting against because that tells you how big of a stage it is right <coughs> this yeah. isn't you know, the Lafayette County tournament that, you know, whatever, this is, uh, you know, obviously Las Vegas, you're not. That's all over the world. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Lancaster. So some of it is, you know, people who are, 
going to follow you will know what some of those are but you know some of those other ones i think it's this was where it's at obviously you traveled to get there and then how far did other people travel for that specific one did you have to qualify to get there you know that that speaks a lot to you know the stages and steps you went through yeah okay yeah it's kind of similar like to our show sometimes i hate writing posts or talking about what we're doing but if you don't explain it it's it's difficult to do you know like um i thought the question you were going to ask was who's the best archer and it's obviously me out of the three of us (laughs) so you know that now educates the listener that nate's better than micah and andy and that's all there is to it it's it's done now now the listener knows how many trees have you hit zero what about grain bins you were like borderline ready to ground tune your bow the last three shoot i did with you and not not one arrow but two arrows at the same target at the same target i had shot really good all day we get to the last target and the first arrow i let go grenade slap no it slapped the side of that tree in front of us like 10 yards in front of us the the target was like 45 yards downhill and I slapped the side of this tree with my arrow, and it just explodes. Andy, I'm pulling for you. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next, then I get pissed. The next shot, what did I? I hit under the target, or yeah, because the tree was behind it. And then I took off running downhill because I was mad at the target because I wanted to find the arrow <laughs> that I just lost. <laughs> Remind me never to go out on a three day course with you. But Andy, I'll go with you. <laughs> oh, let's talk about Andy. <laughs> I don't his, know. Andy just seems like, you know. I just break whole bows. He breaks yeah. whole, whole oh, bows. Oh, maybe not. Hits grain bins. Well, that was just because I've not of hit the a bow. grain bin. joke. <laughs> I've it, never hit a grain bin. It wasn't his fault the bow broke. Yeah. It was his fault. <laughs> that, was, that was two weeks before we left for Colorado. That was, yeah. that was. That was crazy. I drew back on the second half of a 3D course. and We all heard snapped. something. And we're like, what was that? And then he he released and the arrow, arrow landed like halfway there. I think yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like 20 I, yards short, and we're like, ah. And then I started looking, and his limbs, you, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he's, a hairline fracture across them. Yeah. Yep. That bow's no more. Nope. But anyway, that's a good question. Yeah. It kind of got turned on us a little Shit. bit. I was got nervous for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Step brothers. We're going to be doing the interview. <laughs> yeah. We're going to interview you now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how, where can people follow you? Um, Instagram will be Drake underscore Leanne and Facebook is just Leanne Drake. That's L E A N N D R A K E. Yep. Check her out. She posts, you know, her stuff and, uh, you can kind of follow her there. And then, like I said, she's going to Ireland in a few months and we're anxious to see how she's going to do there and, and best of luck to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for coming on with us tonight. Thanks.